0: Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion. Right now we're going to be praying. I'd like
1: to read to us scripture. Second Timothy. <laughs> One.
0: I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to the common, to the knowledge of the truth, hallelujah. I'm going to be reading as pastors instructed us. Praise God. We frustrate their efforts that they will not proceed with these nefarious plans. Satan will not proceed. The devil of darkness in the name of Jesus, we frustrate your efforts. We command you to stop your operations and your maneuvers over the leaders of the nations. We command you to stop your oppressions and your manoeuvres over the government of the nations. This is not your time. And this is not your hour. You don't have the permission from God. You cannot proceed. You cannot proceed. We stop you in the name of Jesus. We ca- you cannot proceed. Therefore, you will not proceed. We cut you off from the nations. We cut you off from the government in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not proceed. You will not proceed. Let's begin to speak in other tongues and pray. You will not proceed, that devil of darkness. You will not proceed.
2: And your maneuvers over the leaders of the nations,
0: become you
1: one your
2: oppressions
0: and your maneuvers over the government of the nations. This is not your time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah
2: onda ca 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 I don't understand that I can't even get up on the <inaudible> public. I'm not a brother, 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 Achei que era um pouco de um pouco de um pouco de um pouco de um 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 de
1: um pouco de um pouco de um de um
2: pouco de um pouco de um de um 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 pouco de um pouco de um pouco de um pouco danan was barre de vosu lok pa yechere vosha the brother of the old brother of the फिर कररापाये चरे बषण जराबा निवरडा पर जब आमस्त की निजबा पर कबन सेरे ए पोटोनी बारे खबरा पूरे बस no se ha Queremos <tose> ये करे se <tose> puede recordar papa 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 Y el rey, y E para 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 रोथो तो जो कि रपाए केले बोझरा तरफा निबारडाबाई खेले बोझरा तरफा निबारडाबाई खेले बोझरा Rada papá, 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 परसों का प्रोडक्ट को भी चाहिए बस 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 मैं जा रहा था परसों का प्रोडक्ट उसी में सुन तो दिन ना पार्टी ना 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 Para que se haga, para que se haga, para Los dos pequeños, a quienes buscaban la barra, hasta 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 ya quiero ver los partidos de fútbol para ver los partidos de
0: Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus We stand in your tracks By the power of the Holy Ghost You proceed no further You proceed no further Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus We command you to stop your operations And your maneuvers Of the leaders of the nations Hallelujah. And of the government of the nations in this time and in this season. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Right now we command you to cease your operations. By the power of the Holy Ghost. You don't have no permission from God. At this time to proceed. You do not have no permission from God to proceed. We stop you in the name of Jesus. We stop you. Proceed no further. We cut you off. We cut you off. We cut you off. In the name of the Lord Jesus, oh glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, precious Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Praise God, praise God, praise God, hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the word Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for the opportunity to always lead prayers. And lead the saints of God in praying against the plans of the evil one at this time. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going into the Rhapsody of Reality segment. And to take that segment, uh, welcome. Um, Brother Martins to do so. Brother Martins, over to
3: you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody, depending on where you're connected from at this time. Praise the Lord. Okay, we are taking our Rhapsody of Realities, our daily devotional this morning. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for this great opportunity to take this segment, praise the Lord, okay today's devotional, the topic of today's devotional set your mind on course in prayer, hallelujah, and the theme scripture, the key text is taken from Romans chapter 8 verse 27, and he that searcheth the heart, knoweth what is the mind, what is the mind of the Spirit because it maketh it intercession for the saints according to the will of God? When you pray in tongues, keeping your mind focused on the subject of your prayer is very important. It's akin to the operation of the Spirit in the stretching forth of hands in the Old Testament. For example, God told Moses to stretch forth his hands over the sea and divide it. Exodus chapter 14, verse 16. On several other occasions, he instructed them to stretch forth their hands to cause things to happen. Read Exodus chapter seven, verse 19, Exodus chapter eight, verse five, Joshua chapter eight, verse 18. He was showing in the old testament that the power of god can be directed with your hands the power goes in the direction of your hands but the higher level of that is the mind your mind does far more than the stretching forth of your hands that's why the pollution of the mind is one of satan's biggest strategy If he can pollute your mind and make your mind ineffective, then your mind won't be an effective tool to direct the power of God. Dear Lord. You know, um, I remember a few um, weeks ago when the esteemed sister Maka was talking to us about your thoughts and how you create an atmosphere around you how your thoughts are always in the air. You know, when she made that statement, she didn't go deep into it, she just, you know, bit about it. But I went back and I began to ask the Holy Spirit, how possible is this? How does it happen? Teach me, I want to know. And I began to tell me, he said, your thoughts are very potent. They are as potent as as the way you see yourself in the mirror, the way you see things, the way you can touch something. Your thoughts are very, they are just like that. And they never die. The only way you can destroy a thought is by replacing it by a higher thought and speaking words. So as you think of something, Maybe you are somewhere you are and you're pondering on something as you're thinking of it. It goes in the atmosphere around that area where you are. Let's say, for instance, you are in maybe in London, maybe in a street in London, maybe a particular street, or in a house, maybe the O2 Arena or the National Stadium, Abuja, any of the stadiums, or somewhere in your room, and you're thinking of something, it be it negative or positive. As you're thinking of those things. In that
1: atmosphere, in that particular area, those thoughts goes up, and they are in the
3: atmosphere. If you leave that place, for instance, you go out of your room, and maybe you go do some other things. After doing it, by the time you come back, there is every possibility and assurance that those thoughts that you left in the atmosphere, you can pick it again, and you will start thinking of those things that you. Left there. Now, pastor is saying unto us here. He's saying, your mind is one of the biggest tools. He said that is why the pollution of the mind is one of Satan's biggest strategy. If he can pollute your mind and make your mind ineffective, then your mind will be effective. Be an effective tool to direct the power of God. If that be the case, then also your mind is also one of the biggest tools that God can use. No wonder Satan seeks for it, which means if your mind can
1: comprehend it, it will come to pass.
3: We go with the, uh, with the devotional. It is one of the reasons God wants you to maintain the purity of your mind. The purer the mind, the more refined and effective it is in directing and communicating the power of the Spirit. Glory to God. All right. It is one of the reasons God wants you to maintain the purity of the mind. The purer the mind, the more refined and effective it is in directing and communicating the power of the Spirit. Sometimes when you find when you're praying, if your mind is not pure, if your mind is not not purified, you'll find yourself thinking about so many things, many things that are not Supposed to be thought about. No wonder the Bible says, Whatsoever thing is pure. Whatsoever things of good report. He said, Think of these things. Think on them. Things that are pure. He made mention of purity. He said, Things that are pure. He said, Think on them. Praise the Lord. So when you pray in tongues, set your mind over that thing you want the Spirit of God to channel His energy and power to. If your mind wanders, stay back. If the wrong picture comes to your mind, cast it off. Yes, like I said before, the best way to control it is by speaking. Don't keep quiet and try, no, speak. Rebuke those, those um, thoughts, rebuke them. And then begin to ponder on the word of God. The Bible says, remember, the Bible says, God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all you ask or think, or you ask or program with your mind. It says, if the wrong picture comes to your mind, cast it off, discipline your mind. Every so often, You say, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus, my mind is set on course. Even now, say it, in the name of Jesus, my mind is set on course. Bring your mind to subjection of the word of God. Of course, when you pray, when you pray in tongues of the spirit, your spirit is edified. Even when your mind wanders without focus, but there is a difference when you need to direct the power of the spirit towards a particular end your mind's vision is then required. So in prayer, learn to set your mind on course and your victories and testimonies will be endless. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. A pastor said in one of the books, I think we're creating your Word." He said your imaginative power is your creative ability. And your imagination is in your mind. It's only the mind with with the mind you can imagine. So, when you start imagining those things, if they be pure, you can create them. If they be pure, you speak them to being. If there are things you don't want, like the pastor said, he says, stay your mind back on the right course. Pull your mind back from that place that is staying towards. And trust me, it is very possible. It is very possible. As a child of God, you have control over anything you want to control, anything except humans. You don't have any control over somebody else's life unless the person submits himself to you, or God gives the person into your hands. You have control over everything. So when you begin to find yourself in that position of wondering, of thinking things that are not pure, of thinking things that are not, you stay your mind back. And the, the, the funny thing is, most times in prayers, it has happened to me before. And maybe sometimes it does happen. When it does happen, I'm quick, quick, as in as fast as possible to drag myself back into it. Because when you find, when you're praying, especially when you're taking, you know, when the, when the matter is, when it's something you have to pray for long, you might find yourself, at times, Drifting, and I begin to think of something. Maybe you look at the ceiling. Oh, they just brought the light, and you're thinking, ah, five days ago. You start thinking of something very funny. You remember when you went to the market? When you things would just be coming to your mind, and you know the mind is always being bombarded at all times. It's always been bombarded. When all those things comes, you should, like Pastor say, he say you must turn your mind back and be focused. Learn to direct your mind. I would really recommend the book, Power of Your Mind. I really recommend it to you. Do your best possible to go back to that book. If you've read it before, go and read it again. If you've not read it, I will advise you to read it. The Power of Your Mind. The mind is one of the greatest tools of life. It is one of the greatest tools that God uses. The Bible says, when... He wanted to create the world. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. This God came walking on the face of the water. He was brooding. He was pondering. He was imagining. He was creating things with the mind of the spirit. Then God said, let there be light. So while you're listening to me this morning, your mind is creating things. Your mind is imagining things. Your mind has been, you know, pondering on some things. As you pray about it, channel your mind to that direction of what you want. Channel your mind to the direction of those changes you want to cause. No wonder most times when pastor when pastor is ministering to the sick, you will say he will say to them, he say, "Look at me. Look into my eyes. Focus." Focus, because when you channel your mind to that thing you desire, as you focus your mind, you'll find some changes begin to occur. So as we pray, don't forget, like Pastor said, focus your mind on your desires. And of a sure thing, that which you desire will surely be given to you. Remember, God is able to do to exceeding abundantly above all you ask or imagine. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this great opportunity. At this time, I'll be handing over to Sister Joy for the prayer and the further study. Thank you so much.
4: Thank you so much, Brother Martins, for the ministration. Hallelujah. It's always, always a very great time listening to your um, ministration on Rhapsody of Realities. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connecting from. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity. Praise God. Right now, we're going to be taking the further study from 1 Corinthians 14, 14 to 15. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. Isaiah 26:3. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Because he trusted in thee. I'll read that again. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is on thee, because he trusted in thee. Praise God. Right now, we're going to be taking the prayers together. You don't have to unmute your mind, just repeat after me wherever you are. Righteous Father, thank you for the blessing of speaking in tongues by which I communicate with you in heavenly vocabulary to cause a change in the world. In prayer, by the power of the spirit, I exercise control over my mind, emotions, and entire faculties to be synchronized with your will, purpose, and timing in Jesus' name amen praise the lord thank you so much esteemed sister maka for this wonderful opportunity right now i would like to hand over to brodozi as he takes us through the new testament reading of the one-year bible plan thank you so much everyone for your time have a beautiful day ahead thank you
5: thank you so much sister joy good morning good afternoon good evening everyone depending on what part of the world you're connecting to. Welcome to the Inspired by the World time of devotion. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this amazing platform. Congratulations to every one of us who has been consistent with reading, with being consistent with the devotion and the daily Bible reading plan. We're making progress. We're reading the New Testament, the book of Luke, and today we're reading the book of Luke chapter 14. We're reading the message translation. Praise God. And it reads, One time when Jesus went from a Sabbath meal with one of the top leaders of the Pharisees, all the guests had their eyes on him, watching his every move. Right before him, there was a man hugely swollen in his joints. So Jesus asked the religion, scholars, and Pharisees present, Is it permitted to heal on the Sabbath? Yes or no? They were silent, so he took the man, healed him, and sent him on his way. Then he said, Is there anyone here who, if a child or animal fell down a well, wouldn't rush to pull him out immediately? Not asking whether or not it was the Sabbath. They were stumped. There was nothing they could say to that. Praise God. The caption invites the misfits. Verse seven, he went on to tell a story to the guests around the table. Noticing how each had tried to elbow into the place of honor. He said, when someone invites you to dinner, don't take the place of honor. Somebody more important than you might have been invited by the host. Then he will come and call out, in front of everyone, you're in the wrong place. The place of honor belongs to this man. Red faced, you have to make your way to the very last table, the only place left. Instead, when you're invited to dinner, go and sit at the last place. That when the host comes, he may very well say, friend, come up to the front. That will give the dinner guests something to talk about. What I'm saying is, if you walk around with your nose in the air, you are going to end up flat on your face. If you are content to be simply yourself, you'll become more than yourself. Praise God. The words of wisdom by Jesus and how we live our everyday life as we relate with others. Then he turned to the host. The next time he put on a dinner, don't just invite your friends and family and rich neighbors, the kind of people who will return the favor. Invite some people who never get invited out, the misfits for the wrong side, from the wrong side of the track. You'll be an experience a blessing. They won't be able to return the favor, but the favor will be returned. Oh, how it will be returned at the resurrection of God's people. Praise God. The caption, the story of the dinner party. Verse 15. God triggered the response from one of the guests. How fortunate the one who gets to eat dinner in God's kingdom. Jesus followed up, yes, for there was once a man who threw a great dinner party and invited many when it was time for dinner, he sent out his servants to invite guests saying, come on in, the food's on the table. Then they all began to beg off, one after another, making excuses. The first said, I bought a piece of property and I need to look it over, send my regrets. Another said, I just bought five teams of oxen uh, and I really need to check them out, send my regrets. And yet another said, I just got married and I need to get home to my wife. The servant went back and told the master what had happened. He was outraged and told the servant, quickly, get out into the city, streets and alleys, collect all who look like they need a square meal, all the misfits and homeless and wretched You can lay your hands on and bring them here. The servant reported back. Master, I did what you commanded. And there's still room, the master said. Then go to the country roads. Whoever you find, drag them in. I want my house full. Let me tell you, not one of those originally invited is going to get so much as a bite at my party. At my dinner party. And this is the love of God that Jesus is talking about in this parable. That God wants, he wants the kingdom of heaven to be filled with people. He wants all to come to the knowledge of his truth. He wants us to go and bring a lot of people to understand the kingdom principles and our inheritance. And he wants us to evangelize and to win souls and bring many, many, many into his kingdom, into the party. As we go forth today, we go forth with that understanding, with that knowledge. And may the Lord Lord bless these words in our hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen. I would like to hand over to Brother John, who will take us through the Old Testament Bible reading plan. Thank you so much, everyone. God bless you all. Have a blessed day.
6: Thank you very, very much, Brother Dusey. That was beautiful. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. We now proceed to the Old Testament reading of, the, of our one-year Bible reading plan, and we finished the story of Samson yesterday, now we are in Judges 17, I want to read about Micah, or Micah, <laughs> praise God. I'd like to say a big thank you to esteemed Sister Micah for this opportunity. For this is a very short read, so I'll start from verse one. There was a man from the hill country of Ephraim <clears throat> named Micah. He said to his mother, "Remember that one thousand one hundred pieces of silver that were taken from you. I overheard you when you pronounced your curse. Well, I have the money. I stole it, but now I brought it back to you." His mother said, "God bless you, my son." as he returned the 1,100 silver pieces to his mother. She said, I had totally consecrated this money to God for my son to make a statue, a cast god. Then she took 200 pieces of the silver and gave it to a sculptor, and he cast them into the form of a god. Verse five, this man, Micah, had a private chapel. He had made an effort and some teraphim idols and had ordained one of his sons to be his priest. Verse 6: In those days there was no king in Israel. People did whatever they felt like doing. Hmm. Verse 7. Meanwhile, there was a young man from Bethlehem in Judah, in Judah, and from a family of Judah. He was a Levite, but was a stranger there. He left that town, Bethlehem in Judah, seeking his fortune, he got as far as the hill country of Ephraim and showed up at Micah's, Micah's house. Micah asked him, So where are you from? He said, I am a Levite from Bethlehem in Judea. I am on the road looking for a place to settle down. Micah said, Stay here with me. Be my father and priest. I will pay you ten pieces of silver a year, whatever clothes you need. And your meals. The Levites agreed and moved in with Micah, and the young man fits riding right and became one of the family. Micah appointed the young Levites as his priests. These all took place in Micah's home. Verse 13. Micah said, "Now I know that God will make things go well for me. Why? I've got a Levite for a priest. <laughs> Praise be unto God." I move over to Judges Chapter eighteen while I hand over to the esteemed Pastor Deborah to take us through it. Thank you very much. just go ahead and read it judges 18 in those days there was no king in Israel but also in those days the tribe of Dan okay is Pastor Dora up now
0: yes thank you excellent so thank you thank you so much second king 18 Sorry.
6: John this. Yeah,
0: just Thank you so much. Praise God. In those days there was no king in Israel but also in those days, the tribe of Dan was looking for a place to settle down. They hadn't yet occupied their plots among the tribes of Israel. The Danites sent out five robust warriors from Zorah and Esau to look over the land and see what was out there, excuse me, suitable for their families. They said, go and explore the land. They went into the hill country of Ephraim and got as far as the house of Mechah. They camped there for the night. As they neared Mecha's house, they recognized the voice of the young Levite. They went over and said to him, how on earth did you get here? What's going on? What are you doing here? He said, one thing led to another. Mika hired me and I'm now his priest. He said, oh good, inquire of God for us. Find out whether our mission Will be, success, will be a success. The priest said, Go assured, God's looking out for you all the way. The five men left and heaped and headed north to Levish. They saw that the people there were living in safety under the umbrella of the Sidonians, quiet and unsuspecting. They had everything going for them, but the people lived a long way from the Sidonians to the west and had no treaty with the Arameans to the east. When they got back to Zora and Estoron, their brothers asked, so how did you find things? They said, let's go for it, let's attack. You've seen the land and it's excellent. Are you going to just sit on your hands? Don't dwell, dwindle, invade and conquer. When you get there, you will find you are sticking dogs." totally uns- unsuspecting, wide open land. God is handing it over to you. Everything you could ask, ever ask for. So 600 Dianite men set out from Zora Esther Hall, armed to the teeth. Along the way, they made camp as created Jeremiah in Judah. That is why the place is still called Dance Camp. It's just east of From there, they proceeded into the hill country of Ephraim and came to Micah's house. The five men who earlier had explored the country of Levish told their companions, did you know there's an ephod, Ephraim's idols and a cast gold sculpture in these buildings? What do you think? Do (coughs) Do you want to do something about it? So they turned off the road there, went to the house of the young Levites at Maker's place and asked how things had been with him. The 600 Dianites, all well armed, stood guard at the entrance to the gates while the five scouts, who had gone to explore the land went in and took the carved idol, the Ephod and the Teraphim's idols and the gold sculpture. The priest was standing at the gate entrance with the 600 armed men. When the five went into Maker's house and took the carved idols, the ephod, the teraphim's idols and the sculptured gold, the priest said to them, what do you think you are doing? They said to him, hush, don't make a sound, come with us. Be our father and priest. Which is more important that you be a priest to one man or that you become priests to a whole tribe and clan in Israel. The priest jumped at the chance. He took the effort, the Terah idols, and the idol and fell in with the troops. He turned away and set out, putting the children, the cattle and the gear in the lead. They were well on their way from Mika's house before Mika and his neighbors got organized. But they soon overtook the Danites. They shouted at them. The Danites turned around and said, so what's all the noise about? Mika said, you took my God, the one I made, and you took my priest and you marched off. What do I have left? How can you now see what's the matter? But the Danites answered, don't yell at us. You just might provoke some fierce, hot-tempered men to attack you, and you end up an army of dead men. The Danites went on their way. Mica saw that he didn't stand a chance against their arm. He turned back and went home. So they took the things that Mica had made, along with his priest, and they arrived arrived at Laish, Laish, the city of quiet and unsuspecting people. They massacred the people and burned down the city. There was no one around to help. They were a long way from Sidon and had no treaty with the Arameans. Laish was in the valley of Beth Rehob. When they rebuilt the city, they renamed it Dan after their ancestor, who was a son of Israel, but his original name was Laish. The Danites set up the God figure for themselves. Jonathan, son of Gershom, the son of Moses, and his descendants were priests to the tribe of Dan down to the time of the land's captivity. All during the time that there was a sanctuary of God in Shiloh, they kept for their private use, the God figure that Maker had made. May the Lord bless the region of his word. Wow. It's a very, very interesting, interesting read. Um, Brother John, if you would like to share with us the, the, the passage you had read briefly.
6: Praise the Lord. Okay, thank you very much, uh, Pastor Deborah. I find this story very interesting and I'm, I was already looking forward to tomorrow to see how this would end. Mm
2: -hmm. Because
6: I know it's only like this. (laughs) So because um Micah or Micah, you know, the from the verse six of um Judges 17, we can see that the Bible categorically stated that in those days there was no king in Israel. So people felt did whatever they felt like doing and or you could see that Micah had the he has a good heart because number one, he returned the money he stole. <laughs> 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 you know, and when he saw that um, this Levite came and said, "Ah, a Levite, that's good. Let me pay you, and so that you be my own priest." And verse thirteen said something very remarkable. He said, "Now I know that God will make things go well for me." Why? Because I've got a Levite for a priest. So he really wanted God's approval for him in his matters. So, and looking at this chapter 18, you could see that when he chased the Danites and he saw he saw that he didn't stand a chance and everything, he just went back home peacefully. He didn't, you will see that he's a, you can see that he's a man of peace and. I would really, by tomorrow, I'm sure we'll be able to see the concluding part of the story because it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't end like this. <laughs> so uh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go and read it myself to see. How <laughs> it. So that's the beautiful part of studying the Bible. It's, it's been amazing so far. Wow. I'd I'm mm-hmm. um, just like to end something like, when Dose was reading the book of Luke, something mm-hmm. that Jesus said when he said okay but when you are invited to a party you say you just go and sit at the last place don't allow that when the host of the party comes let him be the one to invite you to the high table in, in quotes you know you may remember a story that a man of God shared one time with us how when he was invited by the president of a nation at that time said he just went and sat down at the at the list table just at the edge there at that time he was kind of the youngest said, but by the end of that meeting he was the most honored mm. that, so when i when raduzi was reading this i just remembered that story and it's resonated with me thank you very much Pastor praise
0: god praise god <laughs> so um for the old, old testament reading First of all, you see that um, the people wanted God. You know, they because they were used to it. These were Israelites, right? They were interested in serving God, or they had a a like. Personal, like the scriptures would say, a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. It was God that was always leading them. But suddenly, they came to this place. And they are now taking idols. The God that used to lead them before, the, he was not in idols. He was not in gold statues, you know. But because they are, they were a long way from the, the, the traditions of God that they had known, they came here, even Micah himself, he decided to make a God for himself because they knew that there they they needed to be a God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And now he decided to make a God for himself. And now got a priest too and put the priest, like Brother John said, we need to see the end of the story. How that a man decided to make a God for himself and brought a priest and said, come and be my priest. Come and inquire of me. And that Levite who inquired for the people of Dan, he will ask, what kind of inquiry did he do? Because he was a priest to an idol, but he was a Levite, meaning that he was the called people of God the called men that were supposed to actually serve as priests to the Israelites. Meaning that he had the call of God upon his life, but he was serving or representing or listening or speaking (laughs) to an idol. So what what inquiry did he really make? Was it it to the idols or to the God that he knew? And when the dead came, they took him because they knew that they needed God on their side, but they now added the idol. So we'll know tomorrow what their plan, what their plans were. And he did tell them, go, you will win. And finding out from um, chapter 18 that we read, they actually won, they took off the cities. They took the city, They, they were now living there, they settled there, they won, hallelujah. So we're going to see how the story goes further. Praise the Lord to really be a deep insight. And to the um, New Testament, I, I hope we have really been paying attention to um, your love world. As Pastor has really been bringing some, some deep things out of the scriptures that probably will look as though there's nothing inside of it. You know, what um, um, Brother Dozier read about not putting yourself high there, it's um, Not just for us, if if you look at the things that are going on in the world as at today, as at now, you know, some men sitting down and think that they can represent God, they will determine what will happen in the earth. Forgetting that they are the real owners, they are the real people that God had called to dominate the earth. That is why as a Christian, you cannot just remain in the background. You have to come up here because the world is waiting for your ns manifestations at this time you cannot afford just to operate just like that the world is waiting for your ns manifestation god is depending on you to take your rightful place to manifest his graces to manifest his virtues to manifest his perfections and not let anybody come and just you know feel like they can take it We already have our weapons of war. We already know who we are. We already know where we operate, the level we operate. Of course, we do not use their weapons. No, we we don't operate like them. We don't operate with deceits. We operate with the truth of God's word. That's why we're studying the scriptures. That's why we're reading the Bible, to know in details what has God said, what has been the things that has been laid down for us as children of the kingdom, how are we supposed to operate? Praise the Lord. And more and more than ever before, we see that, especially in this month, the few days of this month, the, the, the truth has been, has been exposing the lies everywhere, every corner. If you have been hooked up to the studio, to the things that have been going on. They are being exposed day and night. People that are behind the companies, their executives, they are coming out to say, please, everybody, stay away. This is a lie, this is a deceit and all that. Praise the Lord. So that's why we study the scripture. Remember, it's a month of truth. And we need to know the truth of God's word. So even if um, um, you, you miss some parts, go back and study the scripture. We are using message and it's quite an, a, a very... Um, easy to understand. And sometimes you might need to go into the Greek and the Hebrew. They are all online. You can use the SWORD Bible. Ensure that you know the scriptures for yourself. When pastor said, through for the world I've read that scripture over and over again. Till pastor said it, I had never gone to check the Hebrew version of it and the Greek version of it. And when I saw it, it's all everywhere. It's well known. So the, at this time, we need to arm ourselves with the truth of God's word. And you trust that this month, the truth will definitely expose the deceit in the world. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Um, Brother Martins, over to you to take the affirmations and the communion. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you, esteemed. Pastor Debbie, for this opportunity as well. Okay, we're taking our formation right now. And it's on the screen already. I'm taking our formation and it's on the screen already. We're to start our formation by our name, using our, starting with our names. My name is, you see your name, I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of God, of Christ. The second paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, your name first, my love abounds more and more. In knowledge and in all judgment, praise the Lord. At this point, I'll ask everyone I kindly ask everyone to unmute their mic as we take our formation on the count of three. Please unmute your mic one, two, three.
2: My name is Martin. Mm. Right. My name okay, is Ada. So if of I am not to you understand. to 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 feel it all the fruits of righteousness, never bound a knowledge of all-true. My land, I walk with thee, and none of the days. Through the fruits of righteousness, shall I walk. The Lord, we now wield the of the of the Lord Continually, the knowledge of the Lord, excel my She a suffering with the of so the same something of the heart. Qualifying to be a part of the items of the life, my faith is a and very operating daily. I'm a in
1: Praise the Lord. We are taking our communion at this moment, and
3: taking our text from First Corinthians chapter eleven, verse twenty-three.
1: Praise the Lord. For I received of the Lord that which I delivered unto you. The Lord
3: Jesus, the same night which he was betrayed, took bread. Take your bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke the bread and said, "Take, eat; this is my body, which is broken
1: for you. This do in remembrance of me." Heavenly Father, we thank you for the breaking of bread this morning. Thank you as we break this bread, we do show the lost debts. Thank
3: you. For so when we eat this bread and drink this cup, we show the lost dead until he comes in glory. We proudly declare that Jesus is Lord of our life. We proudly declare that we are in him and he is in us. Therefore, as we break this bread, we will never be broken in life. Thank you, Father, for the great opportunity. As ministers of reconciliation, our mouths are filled with your words. Seasoned with salt. Thank you, Lord God. It is glowy and glory and glory. Grace heaps upon grace continually in the name of the Lord Jesus. Go ahead and break the bread and eat
1: it. After the same manner, he took the cup. When he has so, saying, This cup
3: mm-hmm. is the New Testament in my Lord. This do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till it comes
1: and glory, it he comes again Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we take this cup this day it's a cup that speaks better things
3: than it. it's the blood that speaks better things than the blood of the Lord. this cup purifies us, as we take this cup we are made pure As we take this cup, every fiber of our it permeates every fiber of our being, every cell of our body, every bone, every ligament, every tendon, every muscle. It penetrates into every look and crew. And yea, the Holy Ghost parambulates our body from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet, repairing that which needs to be repaired, causing a change in our physical body. Thank you, Lord God for this blood, this cup,
1: for this cup is a cup of restoration, is a cup of transformation, is a cup of progress, of extreme progress.
3: Yes, as they behold us when we go out this day, they see the mark of Christ upon us. We are not denied anything, nothing whatsoever. When they see us, they see Jesus. Yes. The mark of Christ is upon us. Therefore we make progress. We advance, we move forward. We are blessed in all blessings, in all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Thank you, Father.
1: Thank you, Lord. Go ahead and take the cup right
3: now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. At this point, I'll kindly ask everyone to unmute as we take our benediction right now. Please do unmute your mic as we
1: take as we share the grace and fellowship. Praise the Lord. Please
3: unmute your mic as we share the grace and fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus
2: Christ of our Jesus Christ all of
3: Thank you so much. Have a most amazing day.
1: Thank you.